Well, welcome to Coffee with Vern, a time where we enjoy conversation with each other of the truth of scripture, theological truth, and then once a month, we will cover a question segment from your questions sent in to james at westacres.org. Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is this is real. Malone, how are you feeling over there? Um, I'm feeling feeling good. This is a new experience, so madness to my bucket list. Never thought I'd be. Yo, this is Coffee with Vern now. Podcast. This is official. So, people, we have jumped new borders. We've gone from a sweatered man who is way too cheesy to now a real podcast. As so we sit here with the candle, hopefully you can hear that candle in the back. I can't, but it is there in some dim lighting. Um, it's just going to be a good day. So, uh, welcome to Coffee with Vern. This is going to be awesome. I don't even know what to do except just be excited. Uh, but we've got Brethren Morris in the house. Yeah. Welcome, Brother Morris. And some fresh coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, we Your coffee today is brought to you by Rooted Coffee House out in Riverwood. Uh, I ran out of beans. Uh, texted Malone about 7.45. I was like, hey, bro, I'm picking up coffee. It's on us today. I forgot the beans. And so uh, don't worry. Miss Caps is going to bring us some from Greenville. Can't wait. Um, but we've got a good day planned. Malone, I, I think we're just going to have a good time with this. Um, there's no camera, so we don't have to worry about that. It's just me and you staring into the depths of each other's soul. I don't know if you enjoy that, but I do. And so it's going to be a good morning. Uh, today on the chopping block, I think I say that way too much. Have you? Do you think I say that way too much, Jesse? Jesse doesn't have a microphone, and that's going to start to really agitate me because he likes to be the guy in the background. No, I'm not cool with that. I'm not. You know, I want my man to be seen and heard. But uh, I watched, does anybody watch Chopped? Any of y'all watch Chopped? Do you watch the cooking channel, Malone? I do not. It's, I love the cooking channel. Me and Janice watch that like every single night. And Chopped is on like every single night. And so they're always like, find what's in your baskets for the Chopped. And then when they like eliminate somebody, they're like, and on the chopping block it is. And it's like some beautiful dish I can never make, but they're still Chopped. So we got our own chopping block here. But uh, here's what the layout of today is going to look like. Um, First, I'll give us a quick introduction to what this is going to be. If you're a new listener or if you're an old-time listener, you've been faithful with us through the quarantine, I'll give you an intro. And then we're going to actually today, we're going to break down a little bit of uh, Brother Malone's sermon from Sunday. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the highlights, the the truth statements that he brought forth that were just impactful. Um, And we're going to go through that passage a little bit. He's preaching from Psalm 119 currently and going through that for the next couple of weeks and just taking the, 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 the phrases that are broken up, and we'll talk about that each week. Um, and so awesome Sermon Sunday. Can't wait for that. And then we're going to end with just uh, a little bit of conversation, and we're going to close out. So Coffee with Vern podcast. So Malone, I, he doesn't realize this, but he's like my co-host, and I want him to be here every single week. Now, Malone's a busy man. Malone is currently preaching and and doing the workload of a full-time pastor as our senior pastor has just had hip replacement surgery and is out for the next couple of weeks. So how are you feeling, Malone? Like, has it been, have you been like overwhelmed or has it been awesome? 
like everything. Yeah, you, know, you just take one day at a time. Uh, That's right. You know, it's <clears throat> you know just having that uh, being able to preach and teach. You know, it's one thing doing on Sunday, but having all that time of study during the week. I'll, I'll be honest with you, I really enjoy it. Um, it's hard for me to uh, to actually sit down and uh, study something if I don't have a deadline. Yeah. Um, so that that discipline has been really good. But um, but other than that, you just take one day at a time, and uh, it's been good. It's awesome. It's been it's been cool. Um, for many of y'all might not know a little bit about us, but uh, for all of our longtime listeners from the quarantine, um, us three in this room are really the three on staff that kind of grew up here at West Acres. So it's it's weird, Pastor Larry being out for this amount of time. Um, I uh, I told my mom last week, I was like, it's weird, Pastor, not being in the office. I've never been at the church where he's not in the office. Like, he's always been there, unless he's at India. You know, that's a long trip. But it's been so cool to watch how the Lord has brought in a staff here at West Acres that is well-equipped, well-trained, um, and, and can hop in places left and right to assist each other. And so, well, good. I'm glad the workload hadn't been too heavy. It, but, man, Sunday, let's just – I'm not even going to give an introduction to this podcast. We'll go back and do, like, a little intro thing like they do if we need to because I just want to get into the meat. Sunday was – and I don't know. Mom might get mad at me because I'm going to talk good about him for a hot minute. And if you don't like praise, it's okay. You just have to deal with it. I think I've told him – for the last three days, I've told you how good Sunday was. But um, I told Malone Sunday, I said, man, you brought me to tears. Because it was so cool um, how the Lord spoke through you Sunday. Wednesday night in youth, we talked about Galatians 5, and I was telling him this yesterday, and we talked about how Paul is writing to the Galatian believers to walk by the Spirit. Then Malone comes up Sunday, Psalm 119. You start talking about how to walk in the law of the Lord, to walk with God. What does that mean? And I'm like, holy cow, this is something. We are united in one spirit right now. This is going down. Like this going down like Donkey Kong and John Cena. And I don't have a John Cena sound, but we'll get something like that. But it was awesome. And uh, it's been so cool. The last couple times you've taught um, that I've gotten to be here. I've only been here about, what, a year and a couple months. I'm back home. Um, and a couple times I've gotten to hear you preach. I've watched you just like gradually. It was even just better and better and better. And so it has been so cool. But Psalm 119. I'm going to ask you a few questions, and then I want you to kind of take over if that's cool, and it just wherever the Lord leads you on your heart. Um, first of all, what led you to Psalm 119 um, besides God's discernment? Like, what took you to Psalm 119 in preparation for Sunday? Well, um, I'm already messing up. I'm saying, um, oh, now everybody's going to pay attention to how many podcast. times I say it. Well, I wanted to... Uh, preach from a text because I knew Pastor had planned on being away for, we, we were thinking three to four mm-hmm. weeks, but there's a possibility it could be more than that. And one thing I struggle with is picking a text. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I actually, even through the idea of just opening my Bible and pointing out my finger <laughs> to yeah. a chapter saying, should I do it that way? Um, but no, I really, because I had a, several weeks to kind of think about what I wanted to do. 
but um, everything I would go to, I would just say, wow, it'd be really hard to fit that mm-hmm. into that certain time frame. Um, so I wanted to pick something where I could complete a section where if I had to end that week, you could cut it, it off. would be okay. And it wouldn't be abrupt. Yeah. But I, um, well, while at the same time, if I had to add another week, Good. I could just keep going through that text naturally. And uh, that's the way I'd like to do it because there's so much study right. that goes into a certain book. Um, be really hard to pick up and choose another text. Right. It all builds upon, um, builds upon itself. Mm-hmm. So that's why I picked Psalm 119. Mm-hmm. And I've heard uh, just recently just some pastors that have talked about preaching through that text and how much joy it's brought them. H.B. Uh, Charles, uh, Johnny Hunt. Yeah, big names. Heard of those two guys. They both preached through it. And even through COVID-19, I attended uh, a Zoom mm-hmm. A prayer meeting with it. it was called momentum real momentum and these men went through a whole prayer meeting and they prayed out some psalm 119 oh, cool. about an hour long and it was well orchestrated you know it wasn't right. just like who wants to read next <laughs> it was it was planned but I, I was it just really i was like wow this is a great text that's awesome psalm 119 for covid 19 that that there's no relation there but i just the numbers wow. are pretty cool. Wow, that, that's that's pretty good. That was that was off the cuff. I could have been your sermon title, but I'm not gonna lie. I liked what you picked. But hey, Psalm 119 for the season of COVID 19 coming to you live. And please know I did not do that because of the numbers. That would just be silly. Yeah, no. <laughs> but hey, it's cool. But I, so to kind of add on to what you said about like Psalm 119. Uh, what Malone's talking about and the fact that he could just stop is Psalm 119 is organized in phrases based off the Hebrew alphabet um, in the sense of it has stanzas. And depending on your Bible, I got the ESV. Mine goes Aleph before verse 1, Bet before uh, verse 9, Gimel before verse 17. And so it's broken into its phrases based off the Hebrew alphabet. There's a lot of history there we don't have time to talk about and based off the Hebrew language. But it is broken in those stanzas, and so you could pick up or end wherever you wanted. You could, it, I don't know if you'll do this, depending, but the cool thing, I thought it was so cool how you picked Psalm 119 because say pastor comes back on a quick stance, maybe three whatever weeks. Maybe you have to preach next month or the week month after. You could pick back up. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the beauty of it. Because originally you were praying about Genesis, right? Yeah, I was looking at the life of Joseph, right. but... Uh I was just like, wow, there's a lot of text here. And when you do Joseph, I'd want to start from start to finish with him. Right. And I just felt like I'd either be cramming or I wouldn't be able to finish at all. Yeah. I mean, it would, it would, it would all work out, but it, I just didn't feel good. It's kind about of towering. It. Yeah. And you're also teaching on Wednesday nights. You're uh, walking through, you correct me if I'm wrong, but you picked up uh, where Pastor left off in John, right? For our Wednesday night lessons. Just picking up where Pastor left off. Good deal. So we've got that going on. You can check that out at 630 on Wednesday nights. Um, I think it was so funny uh, seeing you in Pastor's chair because for the last how many months, like four or five months, we on my YouTube thing, so I subscribed to West Acres because... And of course, all of you should subscribe to West Acres YouTube page, but uh, it shows Pastor Larry in his chair, and I always know, okay, it's a new one, it's a new one, and then boom, new thumbnail is Malone. It's like, hey, whoa, 
I did not catch that. And so it was good. And it was awesome. Enjoyed last week. So good stuff. Malone's been busy, but he's had some good stuff bringing the Lord's word to us here at West Acres. Um, so let's get into your text a little bit. Um, and if it's okay, I'll kind of just intro you real fast um, into it. And then I'm going to let you kind of take the wheels and run with it, whatever you kind of got prepared. So why I wanted to talk about Malone's sermon uh, from Sunday's on Coffee with Vern, we are going to have at least once a month, we're going to have where we talk about a sermon. It could be one that Pastor Larry preached, Malone, or if Josh preaches, or whoever. It could be in-house, or it could be out-of-house. Maybe we watched one like I watched yesterday from Steve Lawson, and we both watched it. We want to kind of discuss and dialogue. But since Malone is teaching for the next couple of weeks, I was like, let's just do um, let's do Sunday's message, because it was good, and... For those that missed it, maybe this will encourage you to go back, but this could also be the soundbite for you to just get the truth you need real quick. And maybe you're a listener from Greenville or out of town. This is for you. But Sunday, uh, Malone unpacks Psalm 119 verses 1 through 8. And as I've already said, the big part of what I loved was the fact that it tied into what I talked about on Wednesday, which was really cool. But also it was so applicable for the season. Um, in the sense of the nature of walking with God. And it's that, I mean, that's the title of your message, Walking with God. Um, but take us through a little bit some of the truth claims that you are like, man, if I had two minutes with somebody and I was sharing about my sermon on Sunday, something that they could walk out with for the rest of the week that would encourage them, what would it be? Take us through there, um, and then I may hit some highlights. We'll jump in together and talk a little bit and go from there. And conversate. Okay. Well, uh, one of the things I, I I shared Sunday was that the psalm was many think it was written in many quiet hours. Mm. This wasn't one that just came out like that. I mean, it could have very well happened. Uh, but other psalms we read that uh, many people think that, oh, this just came in the moment um, that David wrote this out. Um this one looks like it took a lot of time because right. of its craftsmanship. So it's really just a great composition in God's Word. It's a masterpiece. Uh, they call it Mount Everest of the Psalter. Um, but one of the things we find out is that the this psalm was also written during great adversity. Mm-hmm. And there's always going to be adversity, but I feel like we, we are actually experiencing that in a very unique way today. Yeah with the virus, but uh, I shared this quote, and this this goes along with uh, with the sermon, but it, uh, it's from John Gordon. I, I just started following this guy on Twitter. He's like a chaplain, and a, he writes on leadership. And I, I've sent you and Jesse this text. Yeah. But it says, both the Empire State Building and the Golden Gate Bridge were built during the Great Depression. Great things can be built during great adversity. Start building today. So, Likewise, the writer is going through great adversity, right. and he left us one of the greatest psalms ever. And uh, something cool, too, about this podcast is y'all started something great. Uh, yeah. You've built something great in a time of adversity. Uh, this didn't come when times are good. Right. This came when times are bad. So uh, just shout out to to Jesse oh, and James for, for getting to work and, and getting it done. So that's awesome. But – um. That was one thing that really stood out to me as a whole for the psalm. But uh, just describing what that, 
I, I titled it Walking with God because you see it throughout those verses. It says those who walk in the way, mm-hmm. those who walk according to his law. Right. Uh, so that's and that's why I laid out the four points. And I went old school and I made I made the points sound alike. Hey. And I kept the letters the same. Oh boy. Um, but the walk is divinely blessed, which means you know, we walk with God, we're gonna have a happy life. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be blessed. Number two, the walk is diligent. And I spent some time on that one and I actually did a word study for that one. Uh, it says, uh, verse four, you have commanded your precepts to be kept diligently. And that's always been one of my favorite words because that's one of the best compliments somebody can say about you. That guy's diligent. Yeah. But uh, following God's word diligently. And I, I did a word study and I fit, and what I was telling my wife was really cool is like, hey, I learned how to do this in the classroom, and I actually got to do it in my study. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, but you look at the word diligent, and I, and I used a concordance online, BibleHub.com. Bible Hub saved me in college. I'm just going to uh, say. It'll show you everywhere that word is used in the Old Testament, in the Hebrew language. And what's interesting is that in the English, we don't see the word diligent every single time. Right. It's that one word, me'od, in Hebrew. But we might, in the English language, the translators might have said careful attention to, right. uh, be very careful, um, or be diligent. But there's only a few places. There's only actually, I counted three in the Old Testament where the word diligent is translated into the English. And uh, this it caught my attention, Deuteronomy 24, verse 8. Moses is giving the law. And he says, take care in the case of leprous disease to be very careful or diligent. Uh, some translations actually say diligent. To do according to all the Levitical priests shall direct you. And uh, that caught my attention for a number of reasons. But first off, we're living through a pandemic. Yeah. And people are being tired. Uh, we're getting tired of people telling us what to do. Yeah. Uh, that's one thing I've learned through COVID-19 is that Americans do not like being told what to do. Uh, yeah. So, um, but Ooh. here, Moses actually says, hey, if you if you don't want this virus, if you don't want this deadly, uh, can, well, contagious skin disease, listen to what the priests have to tell you. Oh, yeah. Follow their directions. That's right. Uh, so there's some wisdom in that yeah. um, to follow the directions, but more specifically following God's word. And uh, th- those folks with leprosy, they had to social distance. They had to isolate themselves. They had to do all those so things. So funny. Man. And uh, we're having to do the same thing. Um, so Dude, That is a gut punch. <laughs> that is that is a massive gut punch. Side note, uh, Sunday, when you said that, I was like, is anybody listening to what he has to say right now about this whole social distancing and how they used to have to do it? Hello, people. Continue, continue. I won't get on yeah. my high horse. Well, um, and, and we're having to do a, a lot of things. We're, yeah. I mean, it's just amazing all the different stuff we're doing that, that seems so normal. At the same time, I'm trying to trying to tell myself, I do not want to get used to this stuff. Right, right. I don't want this to be normal. Yeah, But absolutely. it's so strange sitting in a restaurant and seeing people come in to the hostess having a mask on their face. I'm just like, this is so weird. Uh, if Marty McFly would have come to 2020, it'd be like, what is going on here? I'll say the weirdest one. I don't know if you have a weird experience. Um, 
I'm just going to make the record stand. I have been going out to eat here and there, so I'm, I promise, guys, I'm clean. Um, but the weirdest one I've seen is Waffle House. Have you been by the Waffle House off of I-20, just driven by it? You they can see it. Shower curtains? They got shower curtains hanging up in the booths, and I'm like, this is the most redneck thing I've ever seen in my life. Props to you, Waffle House. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. But Moses says, you know, follow this direction diligently. Now, that that direction came from the Lord. It didn't come from the CDC. But with that being said. Divine. We can. There is there is wisdom uh, in things of the world, too. Hulkma. I mean, we have doctors. I'm going right. to listen to my doctor. They have advice for me. But... Uh, in COVID-19, we see our world, for the most part, following those directions mm. diligently. It's just like 9-11 when we had to change the rules for the airports. Yeah. People followed those rules diligently. Yeah. And in the same way, we're supposed to follow God's word diligently. diligently. Yep. Um, so we see some weird, kooky stuff uh, in the world. I shared Sunday. I saw a guy take his shirt off. Now, he had a tank top on. I saw this almost and, happen the other day after you. And he was tying it around his face. That's crazy. And I said, this guy is going all out just to get into a store. Yeah. <laughs> to follow a rule. <laughs> How much more? And that's the way we're supposed to be with God's right. word. And that means we need to follow his word the same right. way. Well, and to tie into that before you even move further, uh, another psalm that comes to mind is Psalm 1. Right. Uh, the psalmist says in Psalm 1, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And so how much more our delight should be in following the law of the Lord, the, the wisdom of God and God alone. So that's good. Uh, it's beautiful truth, diligence. Something we talk about a lot in the youth. A lot of my kids, I'm calling some of y'all out real quick, so just be ready. A lot of my boys in particular, I need, uh, you know, when I ask for prayer, I need prayer for diligence. I'm like, diligence in what? Because your diligence has not been something you've tried. So what do you want it in? And so, um, but that's good. Good truth. I love it. Malone, I'll keep letting, man, I'm just letting you have it, man. This is good stuff before uh, we kind of close time? out. What's our time looking like? Okay. We're, we're doing good. This All is, right. it goes by quick though. Hey, I could sit here for three hours with you. I mean, we got four hours on the SD card, just being honest. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and just skip down to point number four. Uh, Y'all don't know what that is, but <laughs> um, that, that was uh, it came from verse eight. At the very end, he says, do not utterly forsake me. Um, you just have this psalm saying, I'm going to follow your rules. I'm going to mm -hmm. fix my eyes on it. I'm going to delight. I'm going to praise. And at the very end, it's just, says, do not utterly forsake me. And just from with that being said, he's saying, listen, don't leave me, Lord, mm. because if you leave me to my own, I'm not going to be able to follow yep. um, your word. I'm not going to be able to walk with you. So the walk is dependent. Mm. Um, and that's another thing we have a hard time as Americans uh, realizing because we like the word Independent. Independent. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Independence Day. Uh, great movie, by the way. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, we, uh, it, it's just such a paradox because in our country, we're, we're all about independence. Grab, your, grab yourself by your own bootstraps. Yep. Uh, but God's word 
tells us so differently that we are to be dependent. Complete opposite, we yeah. depend on him. We don't depend on the government. We don't depend on mommy and daddy, but we depend on him. Sorry. So. Yes. Thank you but, for that. Uh, I needed that. But, and that, and that's another thing too. And just that do he says, do not utterly forsake me. Utterly means completely forsake means leave. We don't use those words a lot in the English, but do not leave me completely alone. And just to, for the Christian's perspective, that's never going to happen. Mm. We're never going to be left alone. That's right. uh, if you're, if you have Christ in your life, which means you have the Holy Spirit, they're there forever. That's right. Um, it's not conditional. And um, I shared the quote, John MacArthur. I saw somebody share this a while back, but it's, it's just so simple. It says, if you could lose your salvation, you would. You, uh, yes, <laughs> absolutely. You would. We all would. Yeah. If we could lose it, we would. Um, because that that's that's the condition of our hearts. So uh, praise God that he doesn't leave us. We might try to leave him with our with our life and our decisions, but we're never out of his reach. So, and that's Such good. There's so much I could say, but uh, th- those are the biggest things I I took personally from my message. And I know, yeah, you would say the same. Uh, Pastor Larry would say the same. Whenever you teach, you know, there's always something that penetrates our own hearts as the teacher. Yes. It's just like whoa. So. I always tell my kids, like, if it's not something that has convicted me or it's not something the Lord's working in my heart, then I'm not bringing it to you. Um, I want to be convicted by what I'm bringing to you as well. Um, and that's good. It's beautiful. Um, it's beautiful the heart of a pastor, preacher, teacher, um, when they have that desire to bring forth what the Lord is working in their own hearts as well. Um, one thing I'll add to what you talked about from Sunday uh, because I wrote this down and started. I loved it so much. Um, but it was under your third point, which you didn't cover, and that's fine. I'm not even going to cover it. I just want to cover this point. But uh, you said, when we immerse ourselves in God's word, we will naturally overflow with praise. And so also in the walk with God, uh, as we strive after the Lord, as we walk closer with God, there's an a overflowing like a cup, like a spring of praise for God. Um, and, and that comes out of your uh, third point, which was, I'm not stealing your thunder, I promise, but the walk is disciplined. Um, and so uh, the takeaways for me as well to add on what Malone said was I walked away going, God, for me, because one thing you also said that was really cool was if you are not walking, if you are walking or if you're walking well, is that right? Or was it phrased a little so bit different? You got folks that, haven't even started the walk yet. That's right. Because they're not saved. You got some saved people that have kind of checked out because gotcha. of COVID nineteen, which is a paradox. Because you think, oh, these are the times we're supposed to run to God, but mm. a lot of times we run away from God when times are hard. Irony. Um, then the folks that are walking good, like so this right. psalm, puts a little pep in your step. Yeah, <laughs> and and so when I, I walked away with that, going, Lord, I feel like I'm. Right now in this season, I feel like I've been walking well, but advance my walk even more and and may that even be a faster walk, a faster striving after. Um, the thing about walking with God in the Old Testament and the New Testament, but especially in the Old Testament, you see the idea of walking 
um, as being living with God in right relationship. It is a metaphor for the daily life. Um, and as believers, our daily life is to live a life that is glorifying to Christ. Um, and so we must strive after that walk uh, daily. Um, and so the encouragement to our listeners um, is, first of all, if you're not walking and you, you don't know the Lord, let's have that conversation. Hit us up. That's what we're here for. We want to. Two, if you are you claim to be a believer, but you haven't been walking or you haven't been walking well, turn back center, uh, repent, or, or get some pep in the step through the Lord. Pray for that. Um, I said it yesterday on a segment that uh, if you haven't used your time to grow in the Lord during this quarantine or during these five months, what have you done? <laughs> I mean, like literally, what have you done? Because I know for me, there hasn't been a lot to do except study, plan, get stuff going for the church. But I'm thinking if I didn't have this job, I would have gone insane. I don't know what I would have done. I mean, I mean, let's be real. Um, and so uh, pray you can be encouraged as we were as a church Sunday. Uh, great job again, Malone. Looking forward to this Sunday, man. I am stoked. Can't wait for the second part of this. Um, I'm just, I'm encouraged. I'm just so encouraged. Man, I could talk about how encouraged I am all day long. Uh, I just, I am excited for the days to come of West Acres in the sense of I really believe when these things subside here in quarantine or here in COVID or whenever, I really think the Lord is getting ready to do something beautiful for his church. And I'm not talking about West Acres. I'm talking about the global church, his people. I think something's coming. So uh, Malone, thank you for coming on Coffee with Vern with us today. Malone's going to be like my co-host anytime he can be on here. Uh, he's a busy man, but I told him his invitation is not going to be like a text. It's like, hey, be here if you can be, 9 o'clock every Tuesday. And so um, is there anything you would like to add to the people this morning? Hey, thanks for listening, and uh, <laughs> please subscribe. Mm. Is that the way we do this podcast? I think you follow on Spotify, YouTube. You can subscribe. Follow and on Spotify. For our listeners, I will tell you this. We'll, uh, I will try to do a little intro thing, but for our listeners, we are going to be back on doing some video stuff. If you're like, no, don't like Coffee with Vern video, go away if you're a visual kind of person. Uh, we're getting our studio together. Um, it's pretty nice in here. Currently, it's dark because one of the lights went out, and we're using lamps and a candle. Um, but we're going to get our studio set. We're going to get everything ready, and then we'll be filming as well. Um, but this is what you have to look forward to. It's going to be good. And then, hey, once a month, we're going to do questions like old school coffee with Vern. I'm going to put a sweater on and some glasses. If Malone's in for those, he won't be dressed up. It's just going to be, like, really cheesy. It's going to be the elephant in the room for me, but it's going to be a good time. So until next time, uh, I can't copy Todd Friel and say, go serve your king. But you should go serve your king. But blessings to you, brethren and sister, and we will see you next week. <laughs>